and welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Years ago, I began recording the bedtime stories I told my children every night. Now, I'd like to share those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my Stories for Wonderful Children. There's a little girl named Vanella. She lives in a very special house, full of many special rooms. The most special room of all is Vanella's room, because everything in it is what colors? Pink and blue. Everything in it is pink and blue except for one thing. And what's that? And what color? Yes, and what color is the ceiling fan, ladies? Purple! But on this particular day, Winella was not in her special room, nor was she in her special house. On this particular day, Winella was several hundred feet up in the air, being carried along by a peanut butter bat that was holding on to one arm, and a chocolate bat that was holding on to the other arm. She was holding tightly to her omni-harp, and they were flying towards their destination, the great plateau where Soul had told them that tea was being held by the misconductor. They flew along for some time with Vanella keeping a sharp eye behind her to see if they were being followed by any rests. She thought that they were probably going in the right direction because as she looked at the clouds below them she could see they were getting thicker and grayer. The fog was much thicker than it had been and she knew that they were approaching the center of the silence. They flew down, down, down into the clouds, and soon it was so thick that it was almost like night. There were so many clouds between them and the sun. She was glad she wasn't alone. She was glad she had the peanut butter bat and the chocolate bat with her. She kept talking to them. They talked about some of their favorite things like chocolate and peanut butter, and chocolate and peanut butter mixed together. They Who also, wears up in the air? The chocolate bat and the peanut butter bat and Vanilla. Well, soon they... was in the air. Just them. It was just them. They landed on the top of a plateau, which is a hill with a very flat top. And they began to walk towards the center of it. Vanilla opened her mouth to try to talk to them. But it was, again, like the first day of the silence. They couldn't hear anything. And although they could see each other's mouths moving... They couldn't hear any noise coming out. Winella reached down and absently strummed the omni-harp. But it seemed even the omni-harp was a little quieter than than it had been. And then they reached the very center of the plateau. And there was a great stone table. And on it, there was a fairy... She was the strangest-looking fairy that Winella had ever seen. She was dressed all in black and had black skin and black eyes and black hair. Winella thought that she was really very pretty, but the strange thing about her was that she was tied onto the great stone table. But as she was tied there, she was her mouth was moving as if she just couldn't stop talking and. Her eyes sort of followed Winella and the chocolate bat and the peanut butter bat. Winella Why again she start... wasn't tied up? She, she, the misconductor had tied her up. 
when Ella could see that there was some sort of shimmering the misconductor. Yes, he was the one who had summoned the silence and imprisoned all the fairies, and he had imprisoned T here, who was the fairy of music of quiet. She was in. She was tied up, and she was covered with some sort of shimmering shield. When Ella tried to reach out and touch it, but she couldn't. The she silence. The songs wrapped her up she in a rope. She is wrapped up in silence. Yes, she is. And she was wrapped up in silence. Yes, she was. When Ella she is wrapped up in the silence. Mm-hmm. Now, listen to the story. She, when Ella tried to reach out and reach through the barrier, but she couldn't. She couldn't at all. And she tried playing the notes on the omni harp. But nothing happened. She could see the strings vibrating, but there was no sound coming out of the omni harp anymore. And that was when Winella began to get very worried, because through everything else that had happened, in all her adventures and trouble, the omni harp had always worked, and she didn't know what she was going to do now that it had failed her. She looked at the peanut butter bat and the chocolate bat. And they shrugged, and then she saw their eyes widen, and she turned around, and she could see the form of the misconductor step out of the foggy dark of the silence. He aimed his conducting baton at the bats, and they quickly took the air and flew off. And he chased after them. When Ella knew she didn't have long before he came back for her, she looked down at T, who was looking right back at her. And then Winella remembered. She remembered that the purple wish dragon had given her the ability to hear the thoughts of other people. So she closed her eyes and concentrated very hard on T. And she could hear T's thoughts in her head. T was babbling on and on, saying, "Oh, I wish I could hear the sound of my own voice. It's been quiet for far too long, and the silence is just terrible. And they've taken all my quiet away from me and turned it into this terrible silence. And oh, this little girl doesn't know what to do. She doesn't know how to free me. And soon the misconductor will be back, and the silence will get us all. And there will never be music again in trouble. And what am I going to do? And oh, wait, she's looking at me. And oh, can you hear me, little girl? Can you hear what I'm thinking? And oh, you're nodding. Yes, I can see you. Hear what I'm thinking. And here's what you have to do." It's not the omni harp that's broken. The silence has plugged your ears. You have to find the song that's in your heart. You have to find the song that's in your heart, and you have to play the song of your heart on the omni harp. And oh, you're reaching for the omni harp. And when Ella had to cut off listening to T's thoughts in her head because it was just filling her head, and she couldn't concentrate. But now she knew what she had to do. She knew she had to sing a song that was important to her. Song of her heart, a song that made her feel happy, even when she was shrouded in the cold gray night of the silence. Even when the misconductor was there, and the conductor and the other music fairies were nowhere to be found, she had to find the song of her heart, and she had to sing it, and she had to play it on the omni harp, whether she could hear it or not. Now, do you girls have songs of your hearts? Lightly row. What's the song that makes you happy? Zacchaeus was a wee little man. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. That's the song of your heart that makes you happy when you sing it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a song of your heart that makes you happy when you sing it, Rebecca? Oh, yeah. What's your song? 
secret. It's a secret? You don't want to share it? Okay. You know what the song of Wanella's heart was? What? The song of Wanella's heart was Jesus Loves Me. And that's the song that she sang. And as she sang it, she played it on the Omni Harp. And she sang it like this, and you can sing it with me if you want, because I know you both know it. It goes, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he and as she sang that song, as she got to the last note, she could see the shield that surrounded T disappear. She hadn't heard any of the song as she sang it, but she heard it in her heart, and she wasn't afraid anymore. The shield around T went down, and she was lying there, and when Nella could reach in, and she quickly untied the ropes, and T looked at her. And she whispered, and when Nella could hear her, she whispered, Play the notes, Wanella. And just then they could hear the terrible <laughs> of the misconductor coming back, but they could hear it because the silence was lifting. And Wanella reached down and she strummed the Omni harp. She strummed Do, Re, Mi, Fa. So and as she played each note, it didn't stop. It kept going. And Wanella looked down, and the note wasn't coming from the Omni harp, and she looked up. And as she had played each note, the fairy that represented that note had appeared in the air above her. They were all glowing, their brightest fairy glow. And as the fog lifted and the misconductor stepped forward, he aimed his conducting baton at Winella, and a beam of black light shot out out of it, and she knew she wasn't going to be able to block it with the Omni Harp in time. And just as it was about to hit her, each of the fairies played their instruments, and light shot out of their instruments, and it consumed the light, the dark light of the conductor's baton, and it shot back up towards him, and his baton exploded in light, and he said, Oh no! Not the music! And in that moment, the fog was gone, and all through trouble, Winella could see. She could see the beautiful land with all its instruments, and for the first time, she could hear the music of the land. She could hear the music of the instruments and the music of the people of the land singing, and of the birds singing, and of the sound of the brooks running, and the trees' leaves rustling, and she could even hear the beauty of the quiet between them. And the misconductor could not stand it. He twirled himself into a little ball and shot off into the sky because evil like him cannot stand the beauty of true music. And Ronella turned and she could see that standing behind the music fairies, standing behind them was a man dressed all in white, a man she had seen in her dreams. It was the conductor. 
He smiled at her and he said, I liked your song very much, Winella. Winella walked up to him. She held out the Omni harp and she said, I think this is yours. And he said, thank you, Winella. He said, I think it's time for you to go home now. Thank you, but please come back and visit Treble again and enjoy our music. And then he gently reached out and set his hand on her head. And she felt warm for a moment and closed her eyes. And when she opened them again, she was standing in her own backyard. She immediately raced into the house because she had a lot to tell her friends about how she had brought the music of back and to trouble next and time back could to you the tell world. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created, told, and edited today's story. Questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was composed by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it or leave a review on your podcast provider. Our email is storiesforwonderfulchildren at gmail.com. You can also contact us on Facebook or Twitter. I'll see you next time.